And just like that, the month of January is pretty much over. Well, welcome to 2024. In case you didn't notice, one twelfth of the year is already gone. And I really want to encourage you to think about what your progress looks like so far. When you think about the goals that you set up for the year, when you think about the principles and the values that you decided to embody this year, what does the first month of the year look like? How did you do? All right. By this time, most people will have pretty much forgotten already about the goals that they set out for the year. And I don't want you to be that person. So keep in mind what it is that you are creating. Keep in mind what it is that the vision that you are uh, setting up for yourself and the, the, the life that you are building, because it is so important to keep that in mind if you want to make sure that you don't build a life that is going to be average. All right. And so I wanted to record this pretty short episode, but just to kind of reflect on what this this first month has been like for me. And if you remember a couple of episodes, I think it was the first episode of um, January where I went over the principle, the three principles that I wanted to take into 2024. And those principles are also pretty much goals that I was setting up for myself. Okay. And One of the key things for me this year was all about capacity building. And I shared before that when I look at the clients that I work with, the clients that I mentor, that I coach, and who are past that seven, multi-seven figure mark, eight figure mark, the key thing that differentiates them from the beginner entrepreneur or even the entrepreneur who has reached six figures, but is not yet at at the million dollar mark is capacity and the amount of energy that they can withhold at any given time, that they can hold at any given time. And what I mean by that is the person who is at that multi-seven or eight-figure mark typically has a team, typically is dealing with more money, typically is dealing with bigger issues, bigger goals, bigger problems, bigger wins, right? And all of that requires so much more energy, so many more people. And when we remember that people also are energy, and when you're dealing with a lot of people, it means you're dealing with a lot of energy. You have to be able to hold that uh, uh, that amount of energy. Whereas when you look at somebody who's starting, typically one single problem might look like it is this huge thing. Thing that takes over everything, right? And the difference between those two scenarios is capacity. It's the ability of the individual, of the human, to be able to, you know, live the emotions that are going to come up, process the emotion, be able to take action, be able to bring other people, meaning other energies, together and be able to move those people in a specific direction. You need to have capacity. In order to do that. And capacity comes from different things. Part of it is physical, right? Being able to take care of your physical body so you actually have the energy. Part of it is emotional. Part of it is mental. And part of it is spiritual as well. So it is very multifaceted. And so for me, this year, capacity building is definitely a huge one. I typically already am somebody who 
can hold a lot, right? Who can do a lot more than a lot of people that I know, right? That the question that I guess that I get from most people is how do you do it? How are you able to do all of these things, right? And to do it without ever feeling like you're looking like you're overwhelmed. And I think the main reason is just I'm able to stay calm in many, many types of different situations. Very hard for it to trigger me, right? But in order for me to get to the next level of goals that I have for myself now, I know that I definitely need to get to the next level. So that's what I've been working on. And one of the big things in just one month, well, it's been more than one month because I started working with my, um, I started working on this specific aspect two months ago now, right? It was towards the end of November, beginning of December that I hired a, a physical trainer and nutritionist. So this has been one of the best decisions of my life. I cannot believe that I didn't do this before. And in just the past six, well, seven weeks now that we've been working together, I've noticed such a huge change in my level of energy. I definitely lost many pounds. One thing that I noticed in 2023 was that my metabolism was just getting slower, Although I've been somebody who trains a lot, I'm working out pretty much and training every single day. Um, I thought I ate well, but obviously I was not eating nearly enough than the amount of calories that I needed, which made it that my metabolism just slowed down, right? And I started just feeling tired and sluggish. And in just seven weeks of hiring a physical trainer, fitness trainer, and nutritionist, so he actually is certified in both things have changed so much. My metabolism after like week two or week three just fired up and I lost so much weight without really changing much because I've, I mean, I mean, I'm still training every day, but it changed so much and it accelerated so much, uh, which feels great, right? I just feel like I have more energy. Definitely. I need to eat more, which I am doing now. And I'm just feeling so much better and I'm able to do more without feeling exhausted, which is amazing. So progress when it comes to capacity building, at least on the, this side of the physical fitness and the physical uh, capacity, definitely I would give myself a nine out, nine out of 10, at least, right? 90% an A on this one, Kyrie. So that's been pretty good. The other thing that I did, um, and I'm hoping these are giving you ideas of things to look at, right? And and inspiring you to look at your own progress as well, because I'm weird. I literally track all the things. I have my own spreadsheets and I'm, you know, tracking and rating my weeks and all of that stuff. So bear with me. Um, but um, when it, the, the other piece of capacity building that I mentioned before was hiring um, a teacher for my kids, right? I, my kids are homeschooled. They've been homeschooled for a year and a half now. Best decision ever. And um, one thing that I was realizing, though, it was is that it was putting a lot on my shoulders, right? Especially because... Uh, between my husband and I, I am the French speaker and my both my kids are going to school in French. So um, I'm just the best person between my husband and I to do it. He's an English speaker. So uh, it was just putting a lot on my shoulders on top of work, on top of all the things. And I want to make sure that the time that I spend with my kids is quality time. It's like fun time too, not just uh, related to, you know, get ready and let's get to school, let, you know, get, let's get your schoolwork started. And, and just being the teacher, 
uh, or, you know, the mom that's after them for the chores and stuff. I wanted to have somebody help me on this aspect. And the, 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 the French speaker that I hired, the lady that I hired is just amazing. Like my kids are raving about her. My daughter's French has improved. It's just weird. She was, she, although my husband speaks mostly French when he's like, when we're at home, my son is mostly of a, you know, a French speaker, but my daughter was just born speaking English. I don't know why, like we can't figure out what, how that happened. And so her French is a little bit harder. Right. So, uh, but since having this teacher and she knows now she has no choice, but to speak French with her three times, three days a week, um, her French has just improved so much. So I'm really, really happy about that. And it's great to see them moving forward without me having to be there every single time. Right. So that's been really great as well. And the other huge, huge, huge change and huge improvement, um, in terms of building capacity has been my daily rituals when it comes to just doing my inner work, right? So inner work is, I mean, I am no newbie to this. I've been doing this for so long and that is how I say I stay so grounded, so centered and so calm, but I know that there is always another level to this work, right? And so I started doing a, um, a training at the beginning of the year and I upgraded pretty much how I do my daily ritual when it comes to the inner work. And it has helped so much. I'm just looking at the goals that I set out for myself at the beginning of the year, uh, just for the month of, of January. And I was like, I have no idea how on earth this is going to happen. Like, I don't know how much I'm, how, how I'm going to bring that money in. And now that I look back at the month and I'm like, oh my God, I'm pretty much there. Right. So it is, just so empowering and so liberating to have something that you do on a daily basis to do the inner work on yourself before you get into action. And for me, elevating and upgrading my ritual, because it has been, it had been the same for the past two years and I didn't change much to it, but this January I did. Right. And I really tried to go deeper and, um, change the way that I do my meditation, change the way that I uh, work on certain aspects of my vision casting and certain aspects of um, expanding my my energetic containers, right? Like that's something that I do a lot to increase capacity. And just getting in that daily ritual and not missing a day has been huge. Going back to something that I used to do and that I did for years, but for some reason I didn't do it much in the in 2023, and I felt the difference is sleeping with a recording of some of the affirmations that I use the most at night. So this is something um, I don't think I've ever shared this even on the podcast, but this is something that I've been doing for years, and it is transformational. And I literally go go to bed at night with my favorite uh, affirmations that I record myself, right? I use this app called Think Up and I record affirmations and it's typically the same one depending on what I'm working on, you know, during that time. But I go to bed with those affirmations with a, you know, music background to it and that's how I sleep and that lasts all night. 
And I look at the most miraculous times that I've had in my life have been times where I was really doing that every single day. And so I decided, I looked at 2023 and I was like, I did not do that as often as I used to. Um, I don't know why. It was probably the move. It was probably, you know, us not being in our usual environment. We left Canada at the end of 2022. Uh, beginning of 2023, right? And so I haven't, I've been in a, in a different environment, a new environment, pretty much all of 2020, uh, 2023. I've lived in four different places between the US and Portugal. And so it didn't feel like home until like really recently, right? And so going back to that this month at the beginning of the year, like right when the, the year started, I was like, hey, I need to go back to what I used to do. And I know it works so well. And it's been magical. Like even the hardest days that I had when my kids were sick earlier this month and so on, being able to go to bed and wake up with this messaging that was just reprogramming me during the night. It Within a couple of days of that, even when things were really, really hard handling two really sick kids, um, it completely changed everything, right? And it gives me energy. I wake up and I'm just inspired. I feel good. And I then as soon as I wake up, I do my daily ritual, right, which has to do with meditation. I journal. I work on rewriting my goals and setting the vision again and then jump into my workouts um, so that that's done in the, in the morning, like pretty early. And then I start my power hour, right, working on my most important tasks that are going to set my clients for success that I go that are going to generate revenue income for me and all of that stuff. So this part of doing this ritual every single morning has been transformational and I absolutely love it. Another really important part that I worked on um, all of this month of January and I'm so excited about what the rest of the year is going to look like is wealth building, right? I shared before that one of the things that we want to elevate my husband and I this year is definitely the wealth creation aspect and really um, elevating our knowledge of other ways to generate revenue, right? Because I know how to do that in business. I've been doing that for years. I train people on how to do that, but I've, I've been really itchy in this, like to figure out another way to do this so that we can diversify, right? So what were other ways of investing aside from the S&P 500? Uh, what were other ways to invest? And that's what we're diving into right now. My husband and I are working on this project that I'm not going to share right now, but I'll share it in due time. Um, but we're really, really excited about that. So yay to more progress in January. So I'm looking forward um, to the next, to the rest of the year. And finally, the big piece that has been super important and it actually ties back to what I was talking about um, with the daily ritual, the daily uh, anal work ritual. This is more of a choice and a decision of focus, right? This one has more to do with a decision of focus. Again, when I look at the moments in my life where I was the most just badass, where I was the most courageous, where I was the best at generating results, no matter what that looked like, whether it was at work, you know, in business, in martial arts, at home, whatever. Those were the times where I 
dedicated, regardless of what the goal was, right, where I dedicated 80 to 90% of my energy on rewiring myself and doing inner work, and then the other 10 to 20% actually taking like crazy mad action. Literally. And I think sometimes we get so lost, right? Especially as we set new goals and we're working on becoming this next version of ourselves and all of, you know, yada, yada, yada that we talk about in the, you know, world of, of uh, personal development. We get, we tend to get so lost in the, how am I going to do it? And I know for me and for most people that I know and that I've followed, like in terms of, you know, their elevation, their progress and all of that. And the people that I've been able to witness, whose, whose um, journey I've been able to witness, what always, always, always turns out to be true is that when inside we are aligned, inside we are clear, inside we are, you know, removing all of those mental obstacles that we create when we have a new goal, when we remove all of that, the success is inevitable. And the times that I have been the most successful with the least effort were the times where the outcome was very clear to me, but I detached from the outcome so much and just focused on staying super aligned, staying super clear, staying in a really positive and calm energy. Calm is the big word here, in a very calm energy. And whenever I would get the you know intuitive hit to take an action, I would just get up and do it right away. Make that phone call, connect with this person, Ooh, I just thought of, uh, of, of that past client. Let me send, her, send them a message. Oh, what about that other person? Let me DM them, right? All of those hits that would just cross my mind, I would just get up and do them right away. That is inspired action. And those were the moments where I have always had the most success. And so I was like, I need to create that this year. I want this year to be full of that, to be 27, 24-7, that type of energy. I was just sharing with a client the other day. He was, um, he was saying that they had an amazing, amazing launch, a virtual event, made so many sales. And I was like, what, what, what was different? And he was like, because we didn't care. And I was like, that's so true. One of my best launches that I remember, and people still talk about it, is when I had COVID. When I had COVID, January 2022, I literally stayed in bed pretty much the whole time. I would get up, get on the live, do what I had to do, and then go back to bed and watch Netflix. Like I literally did not have energy for anything else. But anytime I would get a hit, right? I would do my inner work though. That's something that I did every single day when I had COVID because for me it was also a way of healing. And every time I would get a hit, hey, send this email. I would just get up, send the email. I would, sometimes it happened like 2 a.m. I would wake up with a like light bulb. Oh, do this. And I would just pick up my phone, send that email, send that direct message, send this voice note, do all of those little things. And even if I had zero sales at the very, you know, for the first like three quarters of that launch, the last four or five days were epic. People were like, you're like the phoenix rising from the ashes. And that was literally me not doing anything, but people just coming to me. And it was all of those individual little things that I did over the few days, which maybe took me, what, five minutes 
10 minutes a day, those turned out to be hundreds of thousands of sales. And that was not just once. It's happened so many times. And every single time, the one thing in common is that I detached so much from the outcome, either because I was too sick or because really it's not that I didn't care, but I, it just was all right, right? Like there was not that um, anxious energy related to it. Or I just knew that I knew that I knew that it was going to happen. Like those were the types of, of, of vibes that I was moving with, right? But every single time, the one thing that I did is that whenever I had the idea to do something, I would get up and go do it. When I had the idea, I was just, I don't know, I was going about my business, had the idea of, oh, why don't you go into the, a couple of different Facebook groups and, and, and scroll and see what happens? And I went and did and one of those five minutes that I did that, I ended up closing a $70,000 client, right? Because I saw a post, she was looking for a mentor, and I reached out and closed that person. That's inspired action. So one of my big goals this year is to do that 24-7 and for the rest of my life because it makes you reach your goals with so little effort, and yes, some people will tell you, oh, no, worth, you know, goals that are worth having. It, it requires hard work. I am all for hard work. I work really, really hard. But I don't believe that you need to kill yourself on the job to get to your goals. That is a that is not necessary. Right. And so you can do the things in a way that feels very light if you focus 80 percent of the energy of your energy working on the internal and then the 20% taking really good, massive action. All right. So that's what I've been working on. And it's been so fruitful. Uh, I'm getting like these little miracles every single day. People raising their hands, showing up. People that I even forgot about and like raising their hand. They're interested in working with us. So it's been an amazing month of January. Really good energy from people around me ton of love for my kids, for my husband. So I'm just really, really grateful and um, can't wait for the rest of the year. So I encourage you to think about what 2024 is already for you so far, the first month. What was that? Where did you show up? Where do you feel like, hmm, maybe I need to step up a little bit, right? And do those things. Make this year the best year so far. And it is within reach for all of us if we just make the decision. All right. So I love you so much. Keep me posted. Do your thing. You deserve it. You're a badass and we're going to crush this year. All right. Love you. Talk to you soon.